Mad Hatter of Email Marketing, Brianna Sexton here. This is the Cup of Copy Podcast. Welcome to my tea table where my friends and I go through the looking glass and sit down to spill on all our favorite ways to build unapologetically authentic connection in this digital wonderland because that's my cup of tea. So if you're ready for piping hot, actionable email and copy tips and snack size sales strategies you can implement before your drink gets cold, go ahead and grab your favorite cup of magic, tea, coffee, cocoa, wine, what have you, and let's get started. Three. Hey there, and welcome to the Cup of Coffee podcast. I'm your host, Brianna. Sexton, that's my name. Um, I have a very special guest today. I'm super excited. So my guest is a second degree black belt. So not only is she going to kick your brand story into gear, she's also able to kick your butt as well. Um, (laughs) She's a brand strategist with Wonderless. She's a digital nomad who is currently in Southeast Asia. Yes, in Bali. <laughs> Bali. Um, and when not doing brand strategy, you can find her as a certified scuba diver, which is super <laughs> cool. So welcome to the podcast, Miss Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on. This is so fun. I love that you, you know, add a little spice in those intros and get a little random facts in there. It's great. I'm a little rusty on my Taekwondo, so don't worry, anyone. I will not come for you. Um, it's been a quite a few years since I've done it. <laughs> no worries. It's like riding a bike, right? Yeah, we'll see. I, I did start doing Mai Tai while I was in Thailand, so I did get my little fighter spirit back up. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. So for those who don't know you, for those who are maybe new to the podcast, um, Thursday episodes are my guest episodes. Could you tell the audience a little bit about your story. Yeah, absolutely. How you got to where you were. Yeah. So I am a brand strategist and designer. So I help, you know, typically coaches and service providers really craft that magnetic tribe building brand by using storytelling and design. And all of that is so you can create a scroll stopping brand that not only brings clients to you, but keeps them coming back for more. And so I got to this from, you know, my experience in the corporate world, being a graphic designer and working in marketing. And then in January of 2020, I decided to quit my job so I could travel the world. And then three months in, three countries later, COVID happens and the world comes to a screeching halt. So I decided I was in Thailand at the time and I had the choice to either go home or stay put, decided to stay put. And then while there, I realized, you know what, I love this lifestyle so much and I want to make this a more permanent thing. So I decided to go full digital nomad, really build my business and really just get super focused on branding and really dive into how powerful of a tool this is for entrepreneurs. Cool. So in that, um, because fun fact, when I started, I started with brand copywriting. (laughs) So can you tell a little bit more about like the importance of branding, what branding is versus what it isn't, um, kind of that misconception and paint that picture more clearly or design? Yeah, 100%. So I think a lot of people, when they hear the word brand or branding, 
they immediately think of fonts, logos, colors, and all that stuff is great and super important. And as a designer, it's part of one of my favorite pieces of the brand building process. But that's actually the like tip of the iceberg and what comes at the very end. That's really how you've decided how to express your brand. But your brand is really that gut feeling someone's getting from interacting with you or your business. It's what people say when you're not in the room. It's your reputation. So all of that stuff is super important and is really the reason someone's not only going to buy from you once, but continue to buy from you and keep coming back for more and build that no like trust that everyone talks so much about. And a great way to look at this, a great example of this is Apple. So they're considered, you know, the number one global brand and their brand is worth billions of dollars, not the business side. That's another story, but the brand itself. And when you think about it, you know, there's other options out there that are maybe more affordable or maybe even technologically more advanced, but people still buy Apple and they do that because they love their products. They trust their products and they love the feeling they get from buying something from Apple. So that's the power that brand has is for people to forget about, you know, maybe the price point or if someone is more experienced, say if you're a coach or a service provider, but if you can really connect with your audience and understand them and give them the things that they need and the feeling and experience that they need, they're still going to choose you. And, and that's why building a brand is so important and so powerful for any business of any size. Awesome. And I want to, I want to touch on that because I feel like people use brand and business um, interchangeably. How would you define the difference between those? Yeah. And I think it makes a lot of sense. I think because brand has grown so much, you know, back in the day, brand was just, you know, the physical brand of something being put on something to say like, this is my property. <clears throat> and then over the years, this has grown into a whole other thing. So the brand, excuse me, it's morning here and my voice is going away. Woo. <laughs> <No. clears throat> um, right. So I think it's become super interchangeable lately because brand has become so big and so important because consumers really want to buy. They don't care so much about features. They want those benefits and the reason, the meaning behind something. So I think business operations is more, you know, the systems behind what you're doing you know, it has more of the accounting things, more of the practical side of your business. And that brand is more of that feeling side, the more of that emotion, the more personality, um, the language you're using, all of those things are going to, that are going to separate you from someone else that's kind of doing the same type of thing. Gotcha. So in like, metaphor, analogy, whichever term is best used there. Um, the business is more like the structure, the skeleton of it, whereas the brand is more the nervous system. It's all those little touch points that create an experience. Yeah, that's such a great way to think about it. It's really that experience building. And again, because brand has become so much bigger now, some of the more practical pieces like market research, you know, understanding your ideal client are vital to actually building that brand. When you do a branding process and really, you know, bring this structure, this skeleton to life, 
you're adding that creative touch to it. So you're bringing that personality, you're bringing your uniqueness, you're bringing that differentiator and you're just make amplifying it and bringing it more to life. So I love that analogy of kind of the nervous system, kind of those points to really craft that experience. Cool. Awesome. So when people are creating their brand and they're creating a story that experience around it, um, what are some mistakes that you see some kind of challenges um, or misconceptions? Yeah, I think people want to dive in right away to that visual experience. And that makes a ton of sense, right? We're visual beings. That's a initial thing that someone's going to see right away and have an emotion to. But people like to dive into that first and think of it from their own personal perspective of this is the colors I like. This is you know, my style, but they've forgotten to take into consideration who this brand is actually for, who they're actually trying to call in. And they've forgotten to put their client at the center of what they're doing. So before you dive into the more fun side of building out, you know, your language or your colors and your logo, it's super important to start at the beginning and get super clear on the actual foundational pieces behind your brand. So what I mean is getting super clear on what the meaning behind your brand is. So what your why is, what's super important to you, what your big picture vision is for your business, what you're committed to do every single day. Once you get clear on that, then it's time to figure out what's your difference. What is going to make you stand out from the competition? And to do that, it's not just about looking at competitors and analyzing where those gaps are in the industry, but also getting to know your ideal client extremely well. So you can better understand what they're seeking. What are they longing for from a business or a brand? What do they really want to get out of working with someone? And when you understand those two components and you use different methods to bring them together, then you can start to figure out how you're actually going to express that and bring that creative touch that's needed to build a compelling brand. That's awesome. And I, I what I picked up on is like, it goes back to that, the skeleton in this structure, like looking at other people's work and looking at the business side of it, but also remembering that in the end, our business doesn't exist without people, people, people. And turning 100%. that back on, on our clients and our customers that we're serving. 100%. And that's why when I get to the final part where I actually start to build, you know, that design phase of the process, before I do that, when I create my mood board, I always put a picture of my ideal client on there. So I always include something that is representative of who this person is that I'm actually building out this brand for that they're going to be interested in. So I'll put, you know, a picture of them, maybe where they work, if that's relevant to, you know, the business that I'm working with. Um, what their lifestyle looks like and really paint a full picture so that as I'm creating this mood board and then go launch to actually do the design phase, I'm really keeping them at the center of it. Cool. Okay. So you talked about mood board and then you talked about the design phase. What does that whole process look like if you were to just zoom out big picture so that when people go through their branding, they can see where they are and where they may need to start or back up or fast forward? Yeah. So my process, I always start first uh, with understanding the meaning behind your brand. So what's super important to you, what your big picture vision is, what your mission is, what your values are. And values are such a cool tool because they're an amazing way to actually connect with your audience. 
And this isn't just saying, you know, honesty, integrity, those are pretty basic. And at the end of the day, you're not basic, you're not cookie cutter. So why are you using words that are cookie cutter to describe you? And that's great if you want, you know, can say honesty, but build that out. What does that actually mean to you, right? What does being honest actually say about you and how you go about your business? So once you get super clear on that, then it's time to do that research and figure out what's going to make you different. What's your differentiation strategy? So that involves getting to know your clients extremely well. So get on interviews with people that you've worked with in the past or that you're currently working with. Do some research on reviews of competitors. What did people really like about working with someone and what were the emotions that came out of that experience? Then look at the gaps in the industry. What are your competitors doing well? And maybe where are they falling short of what, your, what your client actually is looking for? And once you have those strategy pieces in place, it's time to actually start to think of how you're gonna bring your personality to this. So work on things like, you know, a brand vocab list. What are the words that you want to be using that really show your personality that you can just pull from to use throughout your branding, your messaging, your social media posts, your blog posts, uh, conversations with people on podcasts. So what are the words that you want to be bringing to the table? And then start to translate that into design. So build out that mood board, put your ideal client right on the page and really decide who you're building this for. And try to pull more than just, you know, basic colors or fonts. Really try to build out as much as possible. Really imagine what maybe business cards would look like for your brand or a workbook or a web page or social media posts, patterns, textures. Really try to dive in and figure out what this full picture actually looks like. And then if they decide to, then they can just hire you. <laughs> yeah exactly so I do all this is so since I'm a branch strategist I work with people to do that whole process together of building out your why building out your ideal client your competitors and putting that creative touch on it to actually bring it to life and then translate all of that work then into design so I do both pieces um, but if you spend the time you know if you're not ready to fully invest if you're in the early stages and you're a little nervous about if this is what you should be doing, really focus on getting that foundational work done. And then you'll be a smarter buyer when you, if you decide you wanted to look at templates, you'll have a better idea of the template that's gonna fit your brand and not just pick something because it looks pretty and not just pick something because you see it as a trend and everyone else is using it. You'll better understand what's gonna help you stand out. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I just like, I see so many, what's the words, parallels in the things that I teach as far as copywriting, like knowing your audience and what, what their day looks like and yeah. what they're feeling, creating that story and then taking that and putting it into your email marketing and your social media and all those things. <laughs> Right. It all, it all trickles down to each other. Right. Cause you're trying to build, like, I know for a lot of people, if you're a solopreneur, you may see yourself as your brand, you know, if you're a personal brand, but the truth is building a personal brand is not different than building a corporate brand. It still comes down to those core principles of your brand meeting, meaning your difference and the expression. So when you take the time to actually define those pieces, 
you're going to be steps ahead of someone that just says, there's no one like me. That's true, but it's not a strategy. It's not an actual path forward to separate yourself from the competition. Exactly. Okay. So I, you gave like so much gold in that, as far as like tips and what to put in place <laughs> and when, um, but if you had like one thing, one action tip that someone could take today to either audit their process or if they're new to the process, um, what would be the number one thing that they could do in like five to 10 minutes today, as soon as they get off the podcast episode? Yeah. So one of my favorite exercises that I have all of my clients do at the start of our brand building process is to write their business obituary. So I know this can sound a little morbid and a little scary, but it's a really great way to open up your mind and see that big picture vision you have for your business. So it's asking yourself questions like, what do I want people to say about me when it's 25 years from now, I've done what I wanted to accomplish and I decided to close down my business. What are people going to say about it? Who did I impact? How did I make people feel? What are the assets I have left after I do this? Who's taking my place? And what wave did I make in the industry? So it's a really cool exercise to start to think about your business big picture. And then you can start to figure out how can I work towards that big picture vision? And again, I know it sounds a little weird to think about your business in this way, but all of my clients say it's one of the best exercises they've ever done because after they do it, they like really open up and see their business in a whole new light. Awesome. 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 It's a vivid vision, sort of, kind of. I do a similar yeah. exercise for like testimonials and creating offerings. Yeah. Like, cool. So go write a testimonial. Like you already <laughs> had one. What did they experience? What was it like? Beautiful. Okay. So this is my favorite part of the podcast where I ask you random rapid fire questions and first word, first thought that pops into your head. So number one, what is your favorite cup of love? Coffee, tea, water. What's in your mug in the morning? Tea. I'm a big tea fan. What kind of tea? Do you have a preference favorite? Ooh, I love mint type tea so like a peppermint or something you know super fruity so either but it totally depends on the mood but a nice peppermint tea is fire that's <laughs> so honey in it though <laughs> that's so funny because I have refreshment tea <laughs> has to have a touch of honey in there honey just brings out the flavor it does so good all right next question what book are you currently reading or one that has changed your business or life Ooh, so I just finished one and then I'm going to talk about another one, but I just finished um, Story Brand, which is something I include in my branding process. So it's an amazing book and really opens up people if you're not, uh, if you've never heard of the concept before, but making sure again, putting your ideal client as the hero of the story you're telling, not you, you are the guide. I like to say you're Galinda, not Dorothy. So keep that in mind when you write your stories. Um, and then the a book that I'm currently reading is, um, I'm going think rich. I'm thinking I'm saying the name wrong. Um, but, or grow, think rich, grow. I'm blanking on the name, but it's a very famous, yes, a very famous book, but it's amazing because I think one of the biggest things as an entrepreneur 
is determination and not giving up. And that's something that is definitely driven home in that book through the stories it tells. Cool. Awesome. I was going to ask another question. (laughs) Story brand, Donna Miller. I'll think about it later. (laughs) I'll just like DM you on Instagram. Yeah, just go ahead and send it to me later. (laughs) Um, Okay, so next one, speaking of graveyards and obituaries, if today was your last day, what would you want written on your epitaph or engraved in your tombstone? Mm, I would say that I lived life to the fullest and I didn't let anyone dictate what I wanted to do. I saw my dreams and I went for it. Awesome. Cool. What does it mean to you to be unapologetically authentic? Ooh, this is such a good question and such an important one with branding, right? Like that's the goal people want to get to is being their authentic self. And I think it's just putting yourself out there and accepting if things, you know, maybe don't go your way or someone else may not receive it the way you're hoping they receive it, but you still keep going forward and still putting yourself out there and just not really caring too much about what others think, right? Like you're, you're putting yourself out there and saying, this is me, take it or leave it. And people are going to like you or they're not, but you're, you just kind of accept that and keep moving forward. Love it. Love it. All right. In 30 seconds, last words or thoughts to leave the audience. Go. <laughs> so good. Um, again, building your brand is such an vital piece to your business and it's an incredible tool you have at your disposal to make sure you're crafting the experience you want to create for people. And remember, while you're doing this, you are not the hero of the story. Your ideal client is. So like I mentioned before, remember you're Galinda, not Dorothy. So keep that in mind as you're building out your brand, your messaging, and your visuals. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. This was an amazing episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was so much fun. (laughs) Awesome. All right, my friends. That is another episode of the Cup of Copy podcast. And remember, unapologetically authentic marketing begins and ends with you. Chat soon. Thanks for joining this Tea Table Copy Chat. Wasn't this fun? If you're looking for more tips and insights, I don't share it anywhere else. Go to briannasexton.com to become an Inbox Insider. You'll get a weekly email with VIP access to the inner workings of my brain, be the first to get notified when new podcast episodes drop, and know about other goodies that I'm releasing before anybody else. Also, if you like this episode, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Let me know what resonated with you. Take a picture, share it on Instagram, and tag me at Brianna Sexton Copy so I can thank you and send love your way. Until our next adventure, remember, unapologetic conversations start and end with you. Chat soon.